We're so glad that you've joined us today on the Relevant Church Podcast. There's so much God wants to do in and through you as you listen to this message. If you want to learn more about Relevant Church, visit us online at thisisrelevant.cc. Happy Father's Day here in California. For those of you in Michigan, Miami, and all across the country and outside the U.S., welcome. I'm Coach Carl. It is my honor, and I'm deeply touched to have been invited to share this wonderful message. Yes, it's Father's Day, and I want to share with you a new perspective. Consider yourself a warrior. What if today was Warrior Dad's Day? What I refer to as being a fierce lover. You know, being a dad is an experience. It's not just a day for us. It's eternal. You know, when my daughter was born, there was three things that I said to her. And the very first thing, when I looked at this nine pound little body was, there's nothing you could do so right or so wrong that will ever change my love for you. And the second thing I want you to know is find out who you are and discover your purpose. Mom and dad will take care of everything else. You know, it was that moment I realized that Dads, the warrior dads, the protectors, the providers, also the preservers. Remember that word, I'm gonna come back to it later. We build this sandbox for our kids to play in. And it's just not any sandbox. The sandbox is a metaphor for life. And if you notice around most sandboxes, we also put up a fence. And that fence isn't just to keep out evil or intruders from entering our child's life so that they're safe, but it is so that they're safe. That sandbox is a boundary. It lets our kids know, this is your place. This is your safe place where you get to explore who you are, what's possible for your life, to make new connections, to grow and discover without the world having an opinion or a say-so, because Lord knows other people have opinions about the way children should be raised. But this sandbox is unique and special to each child, to all your children. So today, know that Warrior Dad is a fierce protector of love a preserver of the innocence and the purity of your child or children. And I want you to take this moment and do something that perhaps we don't do enough of. It's to give yourself credit for all those things that you do that go unnoticed, that your child may notice. But today, let it be known that you are a fierce lover of mankind. Well, as I shared those three things with my daughter, that first night didn't go so well for me. I remember thinking, as she tested my face, she's way too young to be testing my faith on the first night. She couldn't sleep at all and neither could I. And I remember just watching this miracle. I was so in awe. I couldn't believe that I helped create such magnificence. And while she was a little cranky and a little gassy and she was squirming, just trying to find her comfort in the world, she couldn't do it. And I did everything I could think of, everything that I learned about. I was even on Google at two in the morning trying to figure this out. But that's what warrior dads do. We just find a way to make it work. And finally, she laid down to rest right in between my wife and I. And well, as soon as my eyes started to close, I started thinking of all the worst things that could happen with her lying right there. So being the first protector, I went down into the garage. I took the car seat out of the car and I put it in the middle of the bed and I put the little baby, Tristan, in it. I thought, she's gonna be safe right there. Nothing can happen to her. And I laid my head back, I started to close my eyes and they opened again. I thought, 
she could fall out. So I better buckle her up and in the car seat in the middle of the bed in between our legs. She's fine now. Everything's good. And I laid my head back down, start to close my eyes again. And then boom, my eyes open. I'm like, well, if she rocks herself side to side, that whole thing could tip right there in the bed. And I cannot have that in my bed on the first night. So I went down back to the garage because that's where our second best tool skit for a man is, right? Warriors got weapons everywhere. I get bricks this time. I go back up to the bed. I put bricks on either side of the car seat. There's no way she can fall over now. I'm about to lose my mind on the first night. There is no way I can do this for 17 more years, 364 days. Not that we're counting. And then I just started to realize how much she means to me. How much love is there? How much we go through on a day-to-day basis, fiercely loving and protecting our kids, seeing things that aren't there, making sure that things that don't exist that we don't want in our children's life don't exist. That's how committed we are as fathers. So I want you right now to take a moment, take a good, strong, powerful warrior dad moment and realize that we do so many things that nobody else sees. And you won't take the credit for it either because that's just the way of the warrior dad. And give yourself that credit right now. And don't you confuse this with boasting or bragging or wanting attention. Mm -mm, mm -mm. If you walk in truth, you get to affirm that truth today and acknowledge all the things that you create and do because it's who you are and it's because you love that child that you will go the distance no matter what. So if you walk in truth, you get to live that truth. Let it be acknowledged. And if you acknowledge and affirm that truth, then you are living proof that you are in the truth. You know, I have a dad and he and I, well, growing up, he and I did not see eye to eye a lot. We butted heads. Perhaps some of you have that challenge going on right now. And I want to speak to that for a moment because we've grown a lot in a short bit of time. But one of the things I've noticed about my dad is he always had a lot of value to offer, but I didn't quite see it that way. You know, one of the things that made my dad amazing is he always had advice. Sometimes I liked it, sometimes I didn't, but I would be sure to let him know if I didn't like it. But I came full circle on that and realized that, you know, the more my dad was telling me what to do, I realized that was his way of just having a conversation. You know, the more my dad was teaching me what to do, the more I realized that's his way of connecting with me. And the more I realized that my dad was right about a lot of things, that was his way of just showing me the possibility of danger of protecting me. The more that I realized my dad wanted me to do and do and really show up as a man, the more I realized he wasn't just trying to control me. He was trying to protect and help me get to that next level. And the more I realized that my dad was, you know, constantly challenging me or criticizing me, he wasn't putting me down. He saw something in me that hasn't shown up yet. And the more I realized this entire time of being a son, is that my dad wasn't just trying to put me down. He was trying to polish me so that the real image in me could show up. And for that, dad, I thank you for sticking by me. For that, I know that you're always wanting me to do the right thing. And you know what? 
Dads often get blamed a lot. We rely on dads so much, sometimes we pass too much blame. So today I want you to consider this. If you're gonna blame dad for the bad stuff, we also gotta blame him for the good stuff as well because, well, that's just balance. That's what warrior dad calls balance. You're gonna blame us for the bad stuff, you gotta blame us for the good stuff. And one of the things that I want you to get is this. Sometimes we need our children to wake us up. Sometimes they bring back the joy and the passion, the imagination that often we get lost and caught up in the to-dos and the tasks and checking off all the boxes so that our life is right and our kids' life is right, that we forget the end of the day. It's really about the connection between our children and us and the joy and the passion that we share not just about checking off those boxes. Yeah, we wanna be in control, but our children also wanna be cared for. We wanna create that win-win possibility so that everybody gets to thrive and grow in their own sandbox, their own unique way. So make sure you write that down. Everything's gotta be a win-win and we need our children just as much for joy as they need us for our advice. You know, Warrior Dad's greatest currency, I think this is a long lost art. Because our currency, well, it extends far beyond what we're used to. And it may sound like this for some of you. I know that, you know, being a dad, one of the things that happens is we get really good at having the right answer or having the right offer. Dad, I'm going to the movies. Do you have some money? Dad, I'm going to the dance. Do you have some money? Dad, I want to go play with my friends. Do you have some money? Dad, I, there's this new video game. Do you have some money? And I got to tell you, one of the things that I've learned about this is that when love goes down, the need for time and money with our children goes up. When love goes down, the need for time and money goes up. And after a while, it's easy to start feeling like we're just handing things out, that we've lost the love, that we've replaced it somehow with being machines. And I want you to get something really important. And I had this happen early on in my relationship. Somewhere around when they hit 13, it's like they know who to ask dad for and what to ask mom for, you know what I mean? And I was just doing this and I'm just feeling kind of empty on the inside, like I'm being manipulated. Well, the truth is they're kids, they're, they're doing what they need to do to get what they want. And I remember one day I looked at my daughter and I just said the magic words that were really hard for me. I said, no. And she went, look, she didn't know what to say because I'd never seen that before. And kids are smart. See, she's watched some of my videos and some of my conference calls and webinars. And she says, well, that's not very congruent of you. And I'm like, never in her life has she used the word congruency, right? Now, I'm not being incongruent. It's just I haven't done that with her. So she's trying to call me out. That's code for manipulation. Be aware of that. And girls are really good at it, too, because they get this really good look on their face. And they make you feel bad. And you know what, sometimes guys, we like that, we fall for it. But nonetheless, it's not okay for dad to feel taken advantage of. And the one thing I realized out of that is, while she was receiving what I had to offer, she wasn't also receiving me. You see, you're more than just an ATM machine. We are fierce lovers. And so somewhere along the way, our child arrived this planet, but they didn't come here thinking, oh, this guy's got a wallet. I want to be born in this family. That's not how they get here. So how did the conversation end up between your child and you 
about your wallet. I want you to think about that because there's much more to dad than just being an ATM machine. We want to be rewarded on a daily basis for who we are, not just what we do. And so remember, your kids are a reflection of you. They're gonna show up as a reflection of you. And if they're coming to you wanting stuff, but they're also forgetting to care for you and to connect with dad, you get to call them out on that. You get to bring to the conversation here that you also get to be loved, that you also get to receive love. And as I mentioned earlier, Warrior Dad's about fierce love, not just giving it, but we also get to receive it. And so today I challenge dads everywhere to take many moments, in fact, take the whole day and just receive, because that's the most powerful thing we could do as men, as warriors, is to put down our guard put down our weapons, and just let people love us to the core of who we are. Will you do that for me today? You know, dads love to be needed. If you're anything like me, I like it when my kids have challenges and problems, but you know, there's, there's a challenge with that, having challenges and problems. If the problems pile up, there's a crisis. And if our kids don't have any problems, it's a crisis for us because, well, we don't feel valued or even relevant. Like, what do we do if our kids don't have problems? And, you know, when they get older, around those teenage years, you'll see a shift. And I, I found a shift within myself of not being needed. In fact, I started feeling rejected, right? And I remember one time, my greatest fear, like many dads have, is the day will come when you're not there for your child, where you miss something that's really important. And we do everything we can each and every day to make sure that we're there, not just physically, but actually be there connected and engaged with their child. I remember Tristan called me one day and said, Dad, I'm gonna play baseball with the boys. And as excited as I was, I was kind of unhappy because I played baseball for 18 years. And I did not want to be that dad in the stands, you know, the one yelling at everybody because he's got the right answer. But except I played for 18 years, so I kind of did have the right answer. I did not want her to play because I didn't want to be that dad for her. So I did my best to stay out of it. And she did really well playing with all the boys. She was the only girl in the Little League team the whole, the whole week. And I remember I got the inevitable call, Dad, you missed the game. I said, I know, I'm sorry I wasn't there. Because that's about the only thing you could do is acknowledge the truth in that moment. And she said, don't worry, Dad. I remembered something you said. I remembered that you said, if the game gets close and you're at the last few innings of the game and I, you come up to home plate, just know that the boy isn't gonna wanna throw a pitch down the middle because he's not gonna wanna let the only girl in the league get a hit off him off that pitch. And he's not going to want to hit you because no guy wants to be the only guy in the league who hits the only girl because he'll feel bad. So he's going to keep the ball away from you. And when I walked up to home plate that day, I remembered what you said. And I got the game-winning hit, Dad. And in that moment, my life lit up because you know what? I realized something really important. Your presence transcends time, Dad. Your presence transcends the clock. You may not be there, but you are there. Whether you're physically there or not, your presence is there with your child all the time. 
So remember, your power as a warrior dad extends above and beyond being there for every activity if you stay connected with the divinity in your child. Now, having said that, once they get past 13, and well, it's a whole nother ballgame now. When they go from hormones to hormones with car keys, we got lots of problems, whole new set of problems. It sounds like this, hi dad, bye dad, I'm out. And it's like, wait a minute, I used to love it when they come to me with problems. And we find ourselves wanting to pry into our kids' lives. Like, do you need me? Do you need me? Well, we used to do homework together all the time, and now you don't need me anymore. Just so you know, I'm available Thursday through Sunday, right? And we start to feel like we're being desperate, like we want to be in their lives. Of course you do. Of course you want to be in their lives. You love them. You're used to being needed. But I want you to know something. No matter how old they get, every year there's a new set of problems and dad's relevance changes with time. They might not need you for the tennis shoes like they used to. They may need you for car issues or boy issues or girl issues, but you are still relevant. But I want you to notice something. The older they get, the less they need of you. That is not a bad thing. That means, dad, that you have delivered. That means that the child, that image that was created in them is showing up. That means that you showed up. That means you did your job. That means they're less dependent on you and they're more independent, that they are co-creating and taking responsibility for their lives. That's a win. That's not a loss. That is a big win. So acknowledge yourself today, dad, because the more they're showing up and taking responsibility for their life, even though you don't feel as needed, that's a sign you've done really well as a dad. And for that, I thank you. Earlier in this recording, I mentioned to remember the word preserver. Warrior dads, protector provider, we're also the preservers. And now I wanna to talk to you a little bit about, well, what are we preserving? Imagine for a moment that you can always keep the door to the source open. See, sometimes our kids go astray, they go off into the woods, into the wilderness, into the real world, and they may run into challenges. And just know that they often come back and call. Sometimes they won't talk to you for days, weeks, or months, but just know they almost always come back. They don't go too far away from the source. And every once in a while, no matter what happens, especially on this day, for those of you dads who may not be talking with your child, or grown children now, because they never stop being your children, that they're thinking about you right now. And just know past all that judgment that you can't remove the love and the connection between a father and a child. But here's the preserver part that I'm talking about. You're the beholder of that child's image, the purity and innocence they were created in. Our job is in that sandbox is to preserve that until they get to see it and they can step into it. But just know that you get to be that one person in their life that always remembers who they are. When your child is confused, you get to be the warrior dad who remembers who they are. When they are lost, you get to remember who they are. When they are broken or feeling like they're broken, dad remembers who I am. That when their life is in chaos, or they are hurt, or they are depressed or filled with anxiety, dad remembers, dad has preserved the image 
of I am, the image that I was created in. So remember, always keep the door open because they will come back. They will always need you. The Warrior Dad's Day isn't just today. It is eternal. It is an experience. And so rather than think of yourself as an ATM machine, just know that what your child needs the most is that you're the one man in their life that doesn't just hand out money. You are handing out I am cards. I am, I am, I am, I am, I am. Because that is unlimited. The I am's never run out. That's warrior dad. That's fiercely and deeply loving your child as the image they were created in. So they never forget that the light is always within them. Now, having said that, one thing I learned from my dear friend, Jonathan and Mutah and Bobby Biber. I love Bobby because Bobby and I are a little bit alike. We're just passionate rascals. He shared a quote, and I will modify this, is that Satan knows us by our name, but he calls us by our sin. I would say our behavior. God is aware of our sin or behavior, but calls us by our name. And here's what I want you to get. Warrior dad always calls his child out, but calls him back into being I am. You see, Satan knows nothing of possibility, but warrior dads, we're all about the possibility. Within the sandbox that we help raise our kids, we rid judgment so that our children get to see who they are, so that they're not confused about the image that matters. Let us not get stuck on the wrong of the behavior, but reminding them who they're name really is reminding them what really matters reminding them that within that sandbox they get to learn and they get to grow and they get to challenge us but we will not stop loving them and we will eliminate with all of our warrior dad weapons anything any force that will derail them from living their truth until they are resilient enough to walk in their own truth Having said that, just remember, why practice what you don't want your kids to become? Keep practicing I am. And as you do, that grows. Every year their sandbox grows and we've got to do our best to grow with them. And as their sandbox grows, new problems show up that we get to take on. It's just a never ending cycle that we get to surrender to. And remember, sometimes delays are not God's denials. Sometimes your kids may not get it until they're 30 or 40 or 50. Sometimes the rewards for being a warrior dad don't come in this moment. Sometimes it's next week, next year. One day when you're 75, you'll get a phone call that'll sound like this, Dad, Dad, no, I don't need money. I get it. You just now figured out how to whoop and swoosh? No, 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 Dad, no. I get it. My son's been asking me for money a lot. He doesn't know I love him. He doesn't know how to ask for it. Thank you for handing out those I am cards instead of money, because that's what I really wanted. I hope that this message today touched, moved, and inspired you deeply. I thank you, Jonathan Belima out here in California, who's been a huge light. I have watched this man speak at church and he makes the Bible come alive. He makes it come alive in me with such gratitude and appreciation. 
So thank you, Jonathan, and your family for allowing me to be here today. And Miss Muta in Michigan, we love you. Um, we're always thinking about you and talking about you. And in a moment, I want to read just one more final story about warrior dads and weaving a legacy. So I want you to imagine a moment, a new perspective on legacy as I read you this story. Once upon a time, there was a boy whose family was very wealthy. And one day his father took him on a trip to the country so he could see how poor people lived. When they arrived at the farm of the very poor family, as he considered, they spent several days there. And upon their return, the father asked the son if he liked the trip. Oh, it was great, Father, the boy replied. Did you notice how poor people live? Yes, said the boy, I did. The father asked his son to tell him in more details about his impression of their trip. Well, Father, we have only one dog and they have four. In our garden, there's a pool, while they have a river that has no end. We've got expensive lanterns, but they have stars above their heads at night. We have the balcony and they have the whole horizon. We have only one small piece of land while they have endless fields. We have to buy food, but they grow it. We have a high fence for protection of our property and they don't need it as their friends protect theirs. The father was stunned and he couldn't say a word. Then the boy added, thank you, father for letting me see how poor we are. You see, in life is your life. True wealth comes in not what you have, but who you are. And the greatest currency for warrior dad is to hand out, I am, I am, I am, until your child sees that yes, I am. Our greatest currency is far deeper than anything that we can physically offer. So realize, Warrior Dad, that if you think you've got nothing to give, you might be fooling yourself because fierce love is the ultimate currency for Warrior Dad. Happy Warrior Dad's Day to each and every one of you. I love each and every one of you deeply and profoundly. Have a blessed weekend. Thank you again for joining us on the Relevant Church Podcast. If this message has been impactful to you, let us know by sending an email to hello at thisisrelevant.cc. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by investing at giving.thisisrelevant.cc. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more messages like this one.